Good morning and welcome to Sidman, Sidman United Methodist Church and also all of you who uh, are watching online. Um, today uh, we're going to start our service with uh, Hymn of Glory, that would be number 26. A mighty fortress is our God, if you'd please stand.
going to join in the affirmation of faith. Uh, it's a responsive reading, Psalm 119, verses 97 through 104, and we'll read this responsibly. Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. Your commandments are always with me, and make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than any teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. I have more understanding than the others, for I obey your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil path, so that I might obey your word. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts, therefore I hate every wrong path. Okay, if you all be seated now uh, for the announcements. <clears throat> we don't have many today. There is a uh, uh, something that's incorrect in the bulletin, and it states that there's a TCBY meeting tonight, and that is not true. I believe it's next week. Okay, that'll be next week. Um, and then uh, we have some charge announcements, um, anointing servants, service uh, on 1030, presentation on the disaffiliation issue during church. Um, and then at 3 p.m., um, and it doesn't really, I guess that's at 3 p.m., is that correct? I don't know. Yes, 3 p.m. Okay, question session on the disaffiliation issue. And here. It'll be held here. It'll be held, okay, that'll be held here, okay. And also on uh, Sunday, 11-6, Holy Communion and disaffiliation vote. Um, are there any other announcements? Okay, uh, if there are no other announcements, then I guess if the children will come forward for the children's message.
just like you follow me to do that, God wants us to talk to him every day and follow him and what he tells us to do in his work. Right? So let's say we can prayer. Dear God, we thank you so much that you love us and that you always want the best for us. Lord, please help us to come to you in prayer so that we can talk to you and we can follow you again. Amen.
And do we have any praises that have taken place since last week? Well, we have one praise. Yes, yes. You say it. We have Carl home for two weeks for me. Carl's home for two weeks. Could he give me a call at any minute to, uh, by the president? And <laughs> there's a helicopter right over here. I mean, uh, uh, an airport right over here. You know, they'd make arrangements to pick him up wherever he is. It's amazing. The, uh, I had a, a student who went off to college after I, I had him until eighth grade, and then he went ninth through twelfth grade, went to Central, Central in uh, Greensburg, went off, played in the Notre Dame marching band. So I bumped into him at the Y once, and I asked him about uh, the bowl game. They fly every band member from wherever they are in the country to come to that spot where the bowl game is being played a week before the game starts, okay? So they got to practice. Uh, it, it all doesn't happen by a miracle. And then they get $25 a day for food, a college kid. You know, they can survive, they make a lot of money there. And then they fly them home. After, so it costs a million dollars just to get the band to where the bowl game is. Now they've got to fly the cheerleaders and the alumni and fans, and, and don't, we can't forget the football team to wherever they're, wherever they're playing. A million dollars. I was surprised when he, when he told me that. Any other joys that's uh, taking place? How about concerns? Do we have any concerns? Yes? Camden has new issues. Um, so we had some x-rays yesterday and we're waiting to hear some results back on those. So, lots of care for him. New issues? New issues. How old is he? Four. Four? <laughs> He's not supposed to have these things at big four. Well, we'll be praying for you, even though you're sucking all that binky. <laughs> Any other uh, concerns that we uh, we may have? Tom? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's getting better. Any over here? Oh, there's a concern. Just for Dave, his knees are really bothering him. Old football injury. What are you looking at me in that way for? Okay, I'll take it. I don't know what I'm going to to do. So let us bow, bow our heads as we enter into the world of, uh, of prayer and we'll raise our voices up so God Almighty can, uh, can, can hear us. So let us pray. Jesus, Savior, you have cast out seven demons from Mary Magdalene, cast out from us all sinful affections. You raised Lazarus from the dead raise us from being dead in sin. You came to proclaim freedom to the captives. Free us from the power that our own habits, attachments, aversions, and passions have over us. You cleansed the leopards, healed the sick, and gave sight to the blind.
Heal the diseases of our souls. Open our eyes and fix them upon you. Cleanse our hearts from everything except the desire to advance your honor and to do your work. We pray for the law enforcement officers, especially the military that's stationed around the world, especially for our own Second Lieutenant Carl Smith, who is here with us today. And we pray for the health workers, the people who look after us when we become ill. We pray for the leaders of our country, community, and church. We pray, pray more prayers for the difficult time that our country is purposely being put through. And we pray for the situation in Ukraine and around the world. We pray for health issues that may be going among members of the uh, congregation. We pray for the well-being and safety of our youth, the good health and well-being of members of this congregation, their family, friends, and neighbors. We also pray for any difficulties, troubles, problems, concerns, uncertainties that the members of this congregation may be, may be going, going through. We pray for Camden, Thomas, and Dave, and we pray for Jean Ivanko. Now, dear Lord, if there was a name that came to the people while we were praying, let them say that name out loud now. Dear Lord, we, we offer prayers for the mother and the, the young 14-year-old daughter from the Forest Hill School District that's having to live in their car. We, we pray for them. We know that food is being bought for them, uh, a finger food that they can keep in the car and, uh, and eat. But they're going to need other, other things than that, and they really need a place where they can lay their heads and not in their, in their car. So we pray that something can be worked out to help these, 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 these two, two, two uh, women. Now, dear Lord, let us bring our prayer time to a close by praying together the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Can we have our ushers come forward for the presentation of God's tithes, our gifts, and offerings?
Gracious God, we come before you this, this Sunday in October, October the 16th, to present to you tithes, uh, tithes and gifts and offerings, and to be presented by very, two very special people, the two youth that we have here with us today, both brothers. We thank you for that, dear Lord, and we pray all of us in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, and, uh, and we all said together, Amen. Please take your seats. Our lectionary reading comes from the book of Luke. I shouldn't have to tell you that's going to be that way now until the day we have a baptism. We're having a baptism on, on the 20th of November. It's going to be a special, special day. He'll be, he'll be three months old then. Uh, let's see, we're dealing with chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge, judge says, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice, and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Words to live by, the words of God. Thanks be to God. So let's see, today's message is called Persistent in Prayer. Persistent in Prayer. A man stopped to watch a Little League baseball game. He asked one of the youngest youngsters what the score was. We're losing 18 to nothing, was the answer. I must say, you don't look discouraged, the man said. Why should we be discouraged, the boy asked, puzzled. We haven't come to bed yet. We need to learn to be persistent in our prayer life. The meaning of being persistent in praying is constantly keeping your requests before God day after day until they are answered. That's the meaning of always being persistent in prayer. Not when you find the time to pray, but every single day the same request until answered. 
to be choosy about the request that you give. God's answers may be delayed, but for good reason. We find in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8, My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. Being persistent in prayer life will see growth in your character, faith, and hope. We all need hope. Often a father refuses the request of a child knowing that what has been asked for would hurt rather than help. God is just like that. We can't look to see into the future. We don't know what it is that will happen in the next hour, the next week, or month, or year. Only God sees into the future. Only God knows what's good for us in the future. We pray from three areas, the body, the soul, and the spirit. The body relates to the physical world through our senses, sight, smell, touch, taste, and hearing, our five senses. The soul is made up of the mind and emotions that relate to people through your personality. The spirit, the deepest part of a person, relates to God and will live with him forever. The spirit. Most often it's through the spirit that our prayers are answered. Through the spirit. The problem is, we want answers to prayers that can either be seen or touched. Or want to feel better after we have prayed. The solution, choose to stop limiting your prayers to the areas of only the body and the soul. Start praying through the Spirit. A life of prayer is just not telling what's on our wish list, but constantly lifting up joys and concerns, every fear and doubt, every sorrow and plea to the one who hears and answers. God knows what we're truly craving, and they can only be fulfilled in the area of the Spirit. Prayer gives power to the powerless, and all of us are powerless. Never grow weary in prayer, and never let your faith falter. After having offered to God your prayers and requests, add the perfect prayer at the end. Thy will be done. Not thy, 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 his. Thy will be done. That's the will we're supposed to be following. Every day of our lives. Struggles of life are sometimes hard and even unfair to Christians as we seek to honor God in a world that does not honor God. We, we should not lose heart. We have a tough time out there because the world is against us, unfortunately. Two frogs fell into a tub of cream. The one looked at the high sides on the tub, which were too difficult to crawl over, and said, it's hopeless. So he resigned himself to death, relaxed, and sank to the bottom. 
The other one determined to keep swimming as long as he could. Something might happen, he said, and it did. He kept kicking and churning, and finally he found himself on a solid platform of butter and jumped out of the barrel to safety. Romans 8, 26, 27 tells us, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. We could be saints. Pray, and pray often. Just not Sunday during the, during the Lord's Prayer. Throughout the, uh, throughout, throughout the week. They'd like us to pray, the, uh, God would like us to pray the, the same prayers using different words. Uh, they don't have to be like some denominations where you say the same thing over and over and over and over. Uh, but you're the same thought every day. And if you don't have it in the morning, try to have prayers throughout the day. While you're, while you're uh, walking from your desk to uh, another desk or to the door or driving somewhere. Although, don't, don't take your mind off the road. I'm sorry, officer, I hit that car. I was in the middle of a prayer. I'm sorry. I wonder if they have that on the, uh, on the ticket, reasons for action. Praying. <laughs> Next, there'll be a commercial on TV. Don't pray while driving. No texting while driving, no praying while driving. Pray from your spirit, which isn't easy to do. That's our innermost, deepest part. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. It's very, very difficult. Everything for God turns out to be difficult. It, it's, it's, it's like playing for Nick Saban in Alabama. It's difficult. I'd love to be in the room today or the next time they get together and hear what he has to say to the team after having 16 penalties. The most in his career at Alabama. The first time Tennessee had beaten Alabama in Nick Saban. But he has standards that you have to live up to. And if you don't live up to them, you're sitting on the bench. If you don't catch that ball when it's, when it's tossed your way, okay, come on over here and sit down. Relax. Think about everything you're supposed to be doing. If you fumble a ball on the gold line or something, you know, whatever it is. He has high standards. All the top coaches in, in, in football, even in the pros, have high standards. Even the Steelers have high standards. We have to change the joke about the, the, kid, the kid in court and the judge says, would you want to live with your father? And he says, no, he beats me. You want to live with your mother? No, he beats me. Who do you want to live with? I want to live with the Steelers because they don't beat anybody. <laughs> it used to be I would live with the Pirates because they don't beat anybody. But now we're in that, we're in that, we're in that mode. So, so, so pray so something doesn't happen right away. Is this the first time you started praying? 
I mean, you know, are you a beginner now? Are you in the line uh, for, uh, of, of new people praying to God? Things may not happen right away because you're not a seasoned prayer. Seasoned prayer. But pray from deep inside of you. Even if you can't express the words, grunt and groan. Uh, uh, when you think about the situation of the world, you know, what words can you use with that other than, oh, jeez. Oh, uh, or the way America is going. We'll have more, more about that on November the 6th. About because the election day is two days later. And one of the election stewards is sitting right here. So don't try to swear to uh, take every other vote and put it in your pocket, you know? No, don't, don't do that. We want a fair election uh, uh, this, this time. Make prayer part of your daily routine and reap the benefits of this wonderful, life-giving and life-changing gift from our God in heaven. If you've been praying and your life hasn't been changed, you ain't praying right then. You should feel different after you, not right away, but after you pray for a while. What is a while? I don't know. Everybody's different. Could be a week, could be a month, could be a year. But he's, he will listen to you. Just start praying to him. At night, after you put the young ones to bed, and you can finally think about yourself. Offer, it doesn't have to be a long prayer. It just has to be, a, dear, dear God, dear Jesus, thank you for what, what you've given me today and, and continue to bless me and my family. And uh, I've got to go to bed because I'm tired. Thank you for listening and pfft, off you go. Now do that again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And eventually, soon, you'll see some changes in you it's, it's not that God changes the situations that are around us. He changes us while we were in the middle of those situations. So just pray. Be persistent in your prayer. Because it does have its benefits. We should put that on the... Uh, uh, when I've gone to hospitals, I could, they, they put out a sheet on a poster. And they list the, the, all the, what, the care that you'll get there. And what's last... It's always been last. Spiritual help. It's always at the bottom of the list. And you'll get it. But don't wait until you're on your dying bed to, uh, I mean, it's, you're still okay. You're still okay. You still can be saved. But try to get some benefits out of it and pray throughout the week. So let us, I've been talking about prayer. Guess what we're going to do now? Pray! Give us the strength to remain persistent in our prayer life. Let us not give up until we have received your answers. Let us pay attention to your answers that may not be what we are looking for. Let us pray through our spirits, asking for your help and guidance. In your most holy name, amen. Let us now stand and sing our hymn of grace, Majesty, number 74. <laughs> One minute. I, for, I forgot this. Sherry will all shoot me. 
We had the uh, oil delivery uh, this week. We had three tanks. One, two, three. $2,500. Don't worry about $2,500. $2, so we'd like to we have a plate in the back there. We're asking for another type of, uh, of collection to try to help defray that cost. So there's, there's a tray in the back if you can give anything for the uh, uh, oil fund. And we know it's not going to get better. It's going to go up. Uh, we, it would greatly be appreciated. So now let us stand and sing our hymn of grace, Majesty. and an open spirit in order to hear the words of God. Then let us obey them, leading us to a better life and relationship with you. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, may they all be with you and remain with you this day and forevermore. Go out and earn your day. And all God's people said, Amen. Oh, come on. All God's people said, Amen. That's like it, yeah.